Thank you for listening to the Patrick Ely podcast. As always, the show is for entertainment purposes only. I'll tell you what is not for our entertainment. The tragedy that Paul Pelosi is living through right now is absolutely horrible. It's breaking my heart. It's tougher to watch than a guy going halfway through a wood chipper. It's easier carrying half of a screaming body as their entrails leak out where their torso once was than seeing the suffering that this man must be going through. At 82 years old, this poor man was apprehended for a DUI in Napa. Can't we just let the man heal? Paul's been out of the public eye, but Nancy keeps going up trying to do her job of telling the truth about politics in our country, and fucking reporters keep asking her to comment on her husband. But hasn't this family been through enough? I mean, Paul Pelosi has been the low-key American savior of integrity for longer than I've been alive. And the man needs to drive drunk for his health. I don't understand why Republicans can't see that. The poor man got blackout drunk 65 years ago, flipped his sports car, and killed his brother. He can't even remember the murder. A victim like that has got to be allowed to get sloshed and boogie on down the road every now and then. I mean, if this world were sane, we'd encourage him to pluck a Mexican walking down the side of the road off every now and then. How else is he supposed to reconcile his trauma? Hurt people hurt people. And Paul has got to keep the damage going to protect his family and his own well-being. My God, you animals, suggesting that at 82 he shouldn't have his license. That he should be fined more than $5,000. The man's only worth $150 million. Why are you trying to hurt his wallet? Oh, he should have used a driver. He could have afforded it. Why didn't the guy just take an Uber? First of all, if he's sitting in the back of a limousine, then he's not driving drunk, so he's not getting better. Second of all, have you ever had to get an Uber in Napa? You've got to wait 15 to 20 minutes half the time. An icon like Paul Pelosi cannot be waiting 20 minutes to have some sober pansy make sure he gets home safe. It's not the goal here. It's not about getting home safe. It's about recreating a tragedy. That's the fucking problem with mental illness in this country. Nobody is allowed to act out their impulses without consequences. We've got a bunch of stupid support systems asking the hurting not to rip their lives to shreds. It's so selfish. Paul Pelosi is the greatest traitor of all time. The man is better than Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett had a company behind him. Paul Pelosi only had generational wealth and a few big investors for his hedge fund. The man has 150 x his investments without any insider information. Back in my days of being an S&P 500 options trader, I used to get a weekly email that showed the insider trades from the week before. Goldman Sachs would be there. Fucking Warren Buffett would be. I never saw Paul Pelosi. 
The man has done it all through study and brilliance under a more intense microscope than anybody else in the finance world. He has been married to Nancy Pelosi, who has been in office for more than three generations. And not once has she given him a tip about a company that was about to get a big buyback or a big federal government contractor was going to be affected by SEC regulation or a new law passed by Congress. Not once has she told him about any of that information. Anytime he's had a trade that coincided with the day of a law passing, it was because he just triangulated that shit with his skills as an investor and speculator. We're talking thousands of dinners and weekends on islands around Florida where he and Nancy sat and just talked about the kids' sports games. How much can a man hear about his daughter's volleyball games? I know I wouldn't have been able to take it. At some point, I would have said to Nancy, come on, spill the beans. Is this 100,000 shares of Tesla going to move the way I need it to? But no. He separated his personal and professional life. He and Nancy have done nothing but create a legacy of integrity and honesty. As they have served this great country and its financial markets. And we want to take $5,000 away from a man who has earned all of his money honestly through blood, sweat, and tears? Come on, people. We should be paying him for living under this kind of scrutiny. Paul Pelosi was struggling long before he murdered his brother 65 years ago. His father ran a box truck into 12 Chinese rail workers when he was seven years old. And he's been struggling to live up to that kind of legacy ever since. It made it even tougher that his dad was an alcoholic and manic depressive. He couldn't teach him how to run people over. That's why Paul had to resort to just flipping a car and crushing the people inside. And we all know basic psychology here. It was impossible for Paul to think it was a mistake his father made in running over the Chinaman. His father never told him it was a mistake. He never even really got to hear about what happened because by the time his father sobered up, He'd slipped into dementia and couldn't remember that period of his life. Kudos to Paul for getting blackout drunk so he too couldn't remember killing his brother. As an American public, it's about time we accept the science of hurt people hurting people. And hurt people often bring toxic people around them who are also hurt, who are looking to escape and don't mind the damage that they create around them. Paul has been serving his country with an honest hedge fund and supporting his wife in being a transparent leader of California and one of the most powerful people in the federal government. Speaker Nancy Pelosi is the only guiding light we have left in office, and we don't have her for much longer. What are we going to do without the Pelosi's? The last thing we want to do is stress out that family, beating up Paul for what he's naturally got to do to keep it together. What do you want him to stop his honest investing and go get real help? You want to take his license away so he can't almost kill himself every six months? Come on. The guy's not only a master trader, he's a master drunk driver. He's 82 years old. 
He's been getting away with this shit for over 60 years. I've gotten a speeding ticket for flowing with traffic through an unmarked construction zone. There's no way I could make it over 60 years driving blackout drunk without getting caught for it. The man's doing it quietly. He's minding his own business. And any, any innocent bystanders that he might have happened to have plucked off along the way, the family's done a, res- a responsible job of covering it up. I just don't understand why we want to make this situation any worse for the Pelosi's. I mean, they have a son, and do you ever hear about his drunk driving and, and car flipping? No. So they're doing something right. They're stopping these generational cycles of showing up in the news. I mean, I'm all broken up about this. I thought we were about to smoothly glide out of this recession thanks to the Federal Reserve raising interest rates. It was all going to be perfect. Now we've got Nancy stressed out. We need her feeling good and healthy, yes or yes. Now we've got fucking the media concerned about whether or not Paul Pelosi has access to his car keys. Come on. They're saving hundreds of thousands of American lives a year. We can afford for him to take out one every couple of months. Especially in Napa. Nobody cares about those people. Half of the people in Napa that get hit by cars probably were blackout drunk when it happened anyway. It was a clean, easy death. We've got to stop worrying about drug use and toxic cycles of abuse and be focused on getting the guns out of the hands of American citizens. Come on, America. We've got bigger fish to fry.